You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Pemba here with James Grande. Welcome to the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast. It is the last one of the MLB regular season here, James. Uh, we have just 11 games, 13 games here on the final Friday slate of the year for us. Uh, it's been a great time doing the MLB DFS Playbook Podcast for everybody. Uh, we will have the 5 p.m. live stream to close out. Uh, the live sessions here for the MLB DFS season. James and I will be off for a couple of weeks, and then we come back with the NBA DFS playbook uh, live stream and podcast series. Uh, so if you like the NBA, you can hang with us. James and I will be doing that content. But for now, closing out the MLB season here, 13 games on a Friday. 13 games on a Friday, including Coors Field with our beloved John. You know what? This is so poetic for us. The Minnesota Twins are in Coors Field on our last oh, yeah. day with the podcast and live stream against Ty Block. If you don't think We're stacking all all Minnesota, we are stacking Twins on our final on our final podcast and live stream of the of the year. Uh, you you haven't watched the show all year, uh, but it has been an honor and a privilege to serve the battlefield with you for like a tenth consecutive year. Um, and as we've talked about, like. Just going to go right into the basketball season yep. after a couple weeks. But uh, this was a, a long, long, long season. Baseball's a long season. Baseball's a long uh, season. But it, it is. Uh, but, it was, but it was a lot of it fun. It was a lot of fun. So uh, before we do get into the final DraftKings breakdown here of the podcast season, shout out to rdsports.com, our sponsor all season long. Uh, go to rdsports.com slash alarm, promo code alarm 23. New users will get that 100% deposit match. Up to $200 with their first deposit. Go to rtsports.com slash alarm. DraftKings main slate, 13 games on the board. We got some weather potential coming up the East Coast here. So uh, the Mets, dealing with some potential rain here. Boston, Baltimore, and Baltimore dealing with some rain uh, on this 13-game slate. So we'll see how those two games are impacted. When it comes to pitching on this slate, though, kind of interesting, right? We have some teams that have kind of set their rotations. We're unsure on pitch limitations. We have no pitchers up over $10,000 on this slate, even though it's 13 games. Uh, it feels like there's 45 pitchers on the player pool. So figuring out where to go and how we're going to go about it could be a little bit of a challenge here. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe um, the first thing we should look at is who's making a case for a playoff push so right off the bat if you we just want to jump into things zach gallon nathan Avaldi, both those guys are pitching for their postseason mm-hmm. lives because uh arizona um although arizona feels it feels pretty safe for them that they're gonna get in there's obviously the off chance that they lose out um and don't uh the cubs are not doing that losing they just got swept by the braves um, yeah. so right now let's see going into it, Arizona is up a game and a half on that's on Miami. So yeah. they're up two on the Cubs and they're up three on Cincinnati. So Gallon can pretty much seal the deal here and clinch for Arizona. Um, so he'll be a full go. I like that spot against Houston. Um, I, I don't like the spot against Houston, but I like that he, they need him and he has been, 
Um, very good for most of the year. So I'd get to Gallon. Same thing can be said for Evaldi. Uh, I know he hasn't been great since returning, coming off a, a tough start against Seattle. Uh, but he gets to make amends here. And in a postseason push, um, might be a, a fade just given where Evaldi has been. But, you know, they need him to return to the yeah. Sion form he was prior to the injury. Um, but it is a tough pitching slate to figure out where, like, because I think both you and I understand Gallon and Evaldi aren't in the easiest no. spots. Like, where would you, like, definitively go? Lance Lynn. <laughs> Lance Lynn? think so. I know you're asking about Gallon guess, and Evaldi, yeah. but I'm looking. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I would go to either of those. I don't think either. so either. Lance Lynn against San Francisco might be where I would go. My my question to you is: Is Lance Lynn being used in the postseason? Probably, right? Like he is probably as a starter. Is he their third starter? I mean, maybe like, do you we've think seen. They, uh, thinking they'll limit him here? I guess I don't. Yeah, because yeah, we've seen that a couple times sure. um, this week with the Twins doing it. The Brewers did it. Um, the, uh, who else did it? I forget who else, but like they're setting up their rotations for the postseason. So I like, I'm not saying I'm not in on Lynn because it's been a, it's been a very, very, very long pass to Jaden Reed. Um, (laughs) People, people here needed that. People, people here definitely yeah, not, needed that. Yeah, people, um, people in this chat needed needed the uh, the Jaden Reed reception there. So sorry, I didn't mean that was just. I mean, uh, no, listen, we're, 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 we're multitasking here. We're multitasking. Uh, you know, we're, that's what we're that's what we're about. I don't know. I don't know. You know, so someone someone in this chat here needs eight <laughs> yards from Aaron Jones for like seventeen hundred dollars. Could be this guy. Yeah, uh, you know, could be this. Guy. Could be this guy. Could so be. we'll see. If, be. We'll see if Aaron Jones can finish it. Hey, you're wearing Packer Jones, Green. So. It's true. I, and you wore Packer Green for Aaron Jones. Like, yeah. show some respect, Aaron Jones. Like, come on, John. John did this for you. Um, yeah. So Lance Lynn, uh, great spot against San Francisco. Good ballpark. So I like that. Um, Winnings, would you go Winnings here? I picked up Winnings in seasonal fantasy roto. So like. I, I think so. He's, he's, you know, he's got a couple of good starts here, um, you know, under his belt. So I think you could go win in here. I think so as well. Um, 8,700 is not the best price, but Washington's obviously fallen off a cliff. Um, Taiwan Walker is interesting, John, because, um, he hasn't been great, but the Mets offense only hits lefties. And Taiwan Walker wins a lot of games. He has 15 wins this year, five losses. So maybe Taiwan Walker, $8,100. Um, Brian Wu is always a tournament play, but Texas is a little scary. Uh, okay, here's one. Baltimore officially wins wins the division, Yeah. right? They've officially won the division. Yeah. Nick Pavetta, $7,600. I assume... Baltimore rests maybe everybody. Sure. Keep an eye out on the Baltimore lineup because if it's, you know, without Gunner, without Adley, without Santander, 
Um, I am 100% interested in Pavetta at 7,600. I picked up Pavetta for um, the Royal League as well for that same reason. Um, to just thinking recent performances, strikeouts have been there. Um, I'm with you. I think I think Pavetta is a strong play. And look at the price: 7,600 bucks is a is a bargain for 13 games here. Yes, um, and he's coming off, you know, back. He's probably pitching his way into. Um, you think he is makes the Red Sox rotation next year? Is he part? Of, is he on the team? Next uh, year? I don't know. I don't know how many years ago. Let's see, Pavetta spot track. Because like he has pitched his way back into a big league rotation. Uh, like he's going to be in a rotation next year. Yes, I would agree with you. Let's see, current active salaries. Pavetta. Uh, Pavetta's on one year. So, actually, so believe it or not, Pavetta is still on arbitration years. What? Yeah. He has. I don't. I cannot believe that. He has. He's not an unrestricted free agent until 2025. He's got one year of arbitration left at 31 years old. What? I don't know. And um, I would probably play Pavetta at seventy six hundred. Uh, yeah, as maybe my favorite play if, if and when we get Baltimore starters like ruled out because that's coming. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. I think that's fair. Uh, so you're so I mean, I guess unless we get like actual. I'm trying to think here. So would you pitch like Ryu then? Like, cause Toronto's. I would. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm just thinking of things that matter. And I'm not saying every, everything has to matter. Like yeah. Carlos Rodon at 7,100. Against Kansas City. Prob- probably matters. You know why? Because they, Carlos Rodon needs to pitch well, mm-hmm. like going into the offseason because right. he hasn't. Um, So I think that's a spot I would go. Chase Silseth. Had been great before the concussion. He's coming off the IL. If he's not limited, I would use Chase Silseth against Oakland. Like mm-hmm. if we find out he's not limited, um, that's probably it. Uh, maybe Williamson. We've talked about the St. Louis struggles against lefties lately, and Wade Miley mowed him down again the other day. One run, maybe Williamson um, against St. Louis. I, we'll see, but. Um, so I think there's some actually decent value. I, I actually like the seven K tier more. Um, I like the seven K or low, uh, like eight K tier lower than more than I like the tier above. Sure. Um, all right, let's move on over to, to the infield positions here again. Figuring out who it is and isn't going to be in the lineup could be a little bit of a struggle for the teams that have clinched. Um, but if we're looking to target some guys here, where do you find yourself looking to go for some top price infield options on this thirteen game slate? Corey Seager, first and foremost. Brian Wu has been really yes. bad against left-handed pitching specifically. Well, let's see what the recent so, numbers have because um, they were very atrocious for a, for against yeah, they, lefties. Uh, I'm going to pull up this writing right they now were. here. Uh, versus left-handed hitters, 562, 402 Woba, 562 Slug, nine homers allowed on the year. A 707 ERA against lefties. It's a 671 yeah. FIP, so it doesn't really get much better there. So, yes. Good call. <laughs> um, Bryce Harper, 
If he's in the lineup, uh, he has been obviously a monster in the second half of this year. He's 5,900 against Tyler McGill. Ellie De La Cruz has started to turn it up. Uh, He had a monster. And he's done this a bunch of times Mm -hmm. where he just has like mammoth games. He has three multi-stolen base games over his last 10. He has eight stolen bases in his last 10 games, um, including a a double dong mixed in there too. Ellie De La Cruz, 5,800. I feel like I haven't said that name in. Yeah, quite right? some time um in such a long time if the brave starters like if, they, if the braves just keep playing their guys for no reason uh albie is 56 riley 54 uh that actually feels kind of cheap compared to what it's been Albies has 35 um, bases in 95 games sorry to cut you off but that dude, look, dude he has eight well dude he has eight in his last 10 like uh, what is like the guy has been a, a freak of yeah. nature and i'm just gonna go Look at Minnesota prices for the infield. Um, Polanco, 53. Is uh, uh, or not Rogers, uh, Jeffers, right? That's a catcher. Jeffers, Jeffers is 42. 42. A little pricey, a but, but, yeah, yeah, a little pricey, but it's course. But it's, it's the bump, yeah. you know. Castro, 4,000. Kirilov, probably not in the lineup. Kind of sucks that it's Solano a lefty, not a righty, because we like Kepler, we I like know. Walmart, we like Kirilov. Like... Brutal, brutal. But we you know, we might we might uh you know future weekend plays you know we'll, we'll get some righties in the mind here for uh... and and honestly on the other side of the game John I would play some I would play some Rockies but... yes I mean you like you know the Rockies on on Thursday and they came through in a big way for you so no yeah I'd there. go back to the well and all of them sure um let's see mid tier and value plays Edmonds uh, against Williamson gets a righty lefty spot for him there short. Uh, I mean, if we're not in on Seattle, like Josh Rojas could be a play, yep. you know, um, he's been, you know, obviously been struggles there. Um, we like, we like Pavetta. We've been playing a lot of O'Hearn. I don't, I don't yes. know if that would continue. Yes. Both those things can be, yeah, both those things can be true though. Like we can, you know, Pavetta has been hittable at times. Sure. Um, where else are we looking at? Drury. Okay. Yeah, Murray yeah. against Waldis Waldisuck, forty three hundred. Um, yeah, I feel, I I feel like a lot, a lot of the Angels here because they do have some guys that hit lefties Angels, too well. Mado, yeah. Grichik let off the other day, yep. so could get. That uh, I would play Glaber Torres. Okay. I would play Glaber Torres against uh, Jordan Lyles. Um, yeah, I mean, Glaber's having a very solid year. Would you? We're would gonna you get to the outfield. Obviously. Consider uh, Jordan Lyles against the Yankees, right-handed pitching against the Yankees. Like I know you're, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I do, but like I would say, the one thing you worry about is the home run. Sure. And with Aaron Judge, like, I mean, dude, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's the cover of the show. I already made him the cover of the show. I agree. All right, let's Re- move, let's move on to outfield then, and let's talk about Aaron Judge here. Uh, Sixty-three hundred dollars yeah, I mean, against yeah. Lyles. You know, yeah, good chance for a home. He's run my home run call. Yeah. He's my home run call. Yeah, he's my home run call. I'm just gonna say it. I'll just get it out of the way yeah. now. Like uh, it's gonna be my home run call at five p.m. tomorrow too. He's he's my. Home yeah. <laughs> That's not changing. Yeah, uh, you know, Mookie gets win. Uh, Carroll gets France. Uh, Schwarber gets McGill some power. Obviously, there you can take a look at and target. Um, Soto on Cease if you want to go there. JD versus Win. So some good options up at over five k. Yeah, there are a ton of options over 5K. I think Soto is probably one of my favorite against Dylan Cease with how bad Cease has been and how good Soto has been. 
Uh, 16 RB. He has 26 runs and RBIs combined over his last 10 games. Is that good? So, uh, sign, me, sign me up for some Juan Soto uh, in current. Another form. guy that over the last month has turned his entire seasonal perspective around in terms of yep. production here. So going to be a 100, yep. 35, 100 plus guy. I mean, crazy. Uh, mid-tier range down here, Nolan Jones keeps rocking it. Certainly continue to go down to the well for him here. Uh, depending on your opinion of Ty Walker, he got a couple of Mets bats uh, like Nimmo could be in play here as well. He left. He left just for okay. Uh, he left uh, Wednesday's game or what? What's today? Thursday's Thursday. game. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Atlanta bats Ozuna Harris in play as well in the mid tier. Yep, uh, I like both of them. Jake Fraley, forty four hundred. Uh, Friedel has been the better of the two. Wherever he's priced, you could play. Uh, either of those two reds as well. Uh, okay. Uh, value, value, please. Anybody below 4K for you? So we'll shout out to say Value, value. Going down. Yeah, say uh, for sure Grishik, 3,500. He's been okay in an Angels uniform. Oh, Evan uh, Carter is 39. Gets yeah, Evan, that's a great call. Uh, Evan Carter is a great Probably call. Four. I'm just oh, Will Ben Carter in that. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with that sub 4K. Uh, Will Benson, uh, 3400. He's kind of slowed down since we like, you know, liked him a lot. But yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm Hayward, down with some Hayward at 34. Yes, Hayward 34. Um, Garrett Mitchell came back. I thought he was on for the year. Yeah, dude, they they he started and uh, hit ninth. What a what a little like uh, jolt right before the postseason, huh? I can't help my uh, FSGA team anymore, but no, that that? can't. <laughs> a little too late, but you know. Uh, um, uh, any other guys? I'm looking at uh, Varsho. If you want to go back to well, homered. We gave Varsho a lot of love on the um, Thursday show, and he homered on yeah. um, Thursday. So, like, not totally against the Varsho play, you know? Sure. Um, um, all right, let's uh, let's get a lineup out here for the folks at home, shall we? Yeah. All right, we were in on Pavetta. What's what's our other starting pitcher that we're, we're locking in here? What did we want to do? Would you play Rodon at seventy one? Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, dude, I, I it, we we didn't like anything else. <laughs> so like, yeah, well, that's we like- that's how I felt. And we want to play Seager. We have Carter in here. Um, catcher judge. position. I I would like to get the judge. I don't know if we can, but okay, Aaron yeah, judge we'll is- get, probably can get the judge. 3,700. We got a value oh, catch down good. here somewhere. Yeah, that feels good. Uh, what do we want to do? Betancourt versus Ruse, 32. They probably start Christian Vasco. Honestly, that's probably what Minnesota's going to do. They're yeah. going to be weird and they're going to start uh, Christian Vasco. Uh, Wells uh, against Austin Wells. Yeah, Wells versus Lyles. Easy yep. play. Um, how much stacking do we Ooh. want for lefties? Nathaniel Lowe's 45. Um, we can play all the. We- we can play all the lefties if I mean, you want. Right? Let's just go against I me. Mean, Wu, Wu's been really struggling here. Just, uh, do you want to go Brandon Rogers at second? Rojas against Evaldi at 32 is down here. Yeah, probably one of those. Probably one of those two. Um, I like, you know, I've been uh, I've been playing a lot of Brandon Rogers. So if that's the direction we want to go. What's our, what's our go cheap, cheap outfielder here? We got a guy that can get us into like a 4K... Or is there a cheaper third baseman that we're looking at? Um, cheap outfield. There's definitely a cheap outfield here somewhere. 
What's a run? A run is a lefty. Um, let's see. At, I was looking at Stone Cold Men, but I didn't find anything. Um, cheap outfielders. Ref Snyder gets means, but he's been good. Uh, Luplo probably Luplo probably starts twenty eight hundred. That works. So I was just looking at uh, third base here. Thirty six. Uh, Prades versus Rue, lefty, right? Power. McMahon versus Ryan. Yeah. What do you think? Hmm. Like plug some previews for power. Yeah, could do yeah, Willie Castro. Power. We'll have we'll leave some money on the table if we do Castro, but you know, gets another twin in there. And we could probably move up from Luplo if you wanted. Yeah, uh, I mean, you keep Luplo or move from him. No, I don't want to keep him in cores and Castro gives us. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Let's see, is there yeah, is there a forty-four second basin? Gliber, right, you like Gliber? You can do that. Gliber, yeah, there you yeah. go. So we got Pivetta, Rodon, Wells, Lowe, Torres, Castro, Seeger, Carter, Judge, and Luplo. So we got a little two man twins. We got a three man Yankees and a four man Rangers. A little sack. Four man Rangers, yep. Not bad, not bad. Um, all right, guys. Again, final podcast of the day. We'll be live five o'clock Eastern, breaking down the entire slate of games here. Are you on the playbook, James? Yes. James on the playbook. He'll have that up for all of you guys there. Uh, good luck, and we will catch you guys all later.